It's life on life's terms. What's up, guys? It's the Life on Life's Terms podcast, and I'm Tom Robinson, a grateful recovering addict. And um, like I always say, we're not affiliated with any 12-step programs. Um, and, you know, it occurred to me the other day um, that um, I think uh, if you look at what's going on, everybody's walking around with a phone in their pocket or in their hand, right? Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, we need we need uh, an addition to just twelve step fellowships. We need an online presence. People are getting information from online. You know, absolutely. Um, so uh, that's the point. I am Chris Mandeville. I am a heroin addict in recovery. Uh, we are here at a New Way Recovery Center in Quincy, Mass, on Quincy Ave. Um, if you're in the area, you're looking for resources. You're in treatment around the area. They have lots of things that you can do here. Um, computers right now there's a women's nurturing meeting going on um and you can find us on lolterms.com you can like subscribe share this video you can share this now uh that would be appreciated um it would please subscribe to the audio podcast yes subscribe and share yeah we're on we're on spotify we are on um google play apple apple podcasts Podcasts. you can find us everywhere well (laughs) Um, and tonight we have is it, now is it Lovell? It's Lovell. Okay, I didn't know if it was Lovell it's or Lavelle. Lavelle. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. You got to put we the have, emphasis on the right yes. syllable. Yes, we have we have Sarah Lovell, who is also in recovery. Um, yeah, and she's going to share her experience, strength, and hope with us. So ready, uh, go. Yeah, ready, set, go. Yes. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, like Chris said, my name is Sarah Lovell. Um, I am um, I am an addict in recovery as well. I have 14 years, and Woo. it's it's cr- yeah, it's craziness. I, Me too. It? That's what I just got 14 last week. It's yeah. just it's wild because I um, I think about all the time. Sometimes I'll, I'll be laying down in my bed and I just kind of looking at the ceiling. I remember there were nights nights and days when I would be like in a basement or something. <clears throat> oh yeah, or like a abandoned building or outside <laughs> behind a dumpster, yep. just oh, kind of yeah. sitting there and lay in there or whatever and going, how do I not want to get high? Like, how do I do that? And and yep. I wish I could just, I used to always say, I wish I could just take a pill to make me not want to use. I completely identify with that. a weird thing to say now in recovery. However, I just could not imagine not using for five seconds, let alone 14 years. Yeah. It doesn't so. suboxone make you not want to use? <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's a pill, right? Or something? Yeah. It's a strip. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't even want to go there. If you, All right. If, do we yeah. want to get into that discussion? <laughs> no, no. Could well, yeah, I think we should have an episode. Why did all those people stop prof- watching suddenly? With, with a professional in that field and have them address that. Yeah, we'll get another microphone and we'll get we'll get yeah. two sides of that story. Yeah. I think it'd be a good thing. I got a I got a a good therapist that's going to come on too. Like, nice, yeah, very good. Yeah. People will say, "Hey, I need this," and she'll be like, "Ah, uh, no, you don't." <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, she's good. I shared something. Uh, I think a week ago, I saw I saw an article about a drug that is um, what the heck was it? It was based on um, not Suboxone based. Something else based, but something that 
um, heroin addicts will use or any addict yeah. would use to get high. And it's mm. literally they're 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 presenting it to the public as a treatment for depression. Oh yeah. And I went and I said, What can I swear? Yes, absolutely. I said, What are they fucking stupid? Because they don't yeah. get it. And a woman I have I had it on I put it on my LinkedIn, like I don't care. Like I, I had a fight for a while to get through to like all the LinkedIn people and yeah. finally it yeah. was like it just blew up. And this one woman came on and she said you know, you can't just expect us to not um, make treatments for people with depression because, you know, she said you and your people, <laughs> she called us you and your people, you know, can't use it. And I said, I made the comment, I said, I have already, I can already imagine myself getting this drug, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and getting it, finding a way to get it, going to, going to, going to the psychiatrist, getting it, using it and abusing it and being have lost you know lose everything within a week yeah absolutely and it's just the it's my it's just the way my my attic brain works it's just and Mm -hmm. i i chuckled a little because it's just is what it is it's not you know to be depressing but it just is reality and she was and and at the same time i i think that too like they can't just not make you know things that are going to help people with depression but Depression being one another underlying cause. You Absolutely, know? That, that's so. what it is. You know, uh, depressing depression uh, more often than not is not caused by some sort of imbalance. You know, it's a life thing. Yes, you feel unhappy with society and the world. You know, and and then you're like, oh, I can go get a pill, and that'll change my mind about that. No, right. It's you know? it doesn't change your makeup. It no, really. It, it, there's you know, lots of masks it. Yeah, exactly. They, and they throw a medication at a lot of things that don't need to be. We went you know, down a rabbit hole before she even really. Yeah, got yeah. Started. She didn't even get to start. No, there it's fine. I, and I, I'm like rabbit <laughs> hole. Pew. <laughs> I know. Excellent. Level, so right yes. down the rabbit hole. Yes. So, you are a model, an author. You're in recovery. You have your own show. I do. It's called the Sarah Level Show because it's all about me. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> At least you're honest about it. <laughs> Can I just say, I always tell this story. I go, when, um, this, I got the name of the show from my name, but I had a guy that I dated in early recovery. <laughs> and he used to go, what do you think this is, the Sarah Lovell show? So when I, as <laughs> soon as I was like, nice. I really want to have a radio show. What am I? Oh, that stayed, ba- that stayed right show. here for years. There it is. Oh, yeah. And then when the time was right, Absolutely. it surfaced. Out it came. I awesome. get resentments, absolutely. Oh yeah, but absolutely. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm an I, I am a published author. I wrote a book about my life um, called One Body: My Story of Trauma and Survival. Mm. I I wrote it when I I was about eight years clean and sober, and my one of my daughters started going through some things, and she ended up. Um, and I say being lured without telling the entire story um, into a sex trafficking ring. Mm. And she was 14 when it started. And by the time I found out when she had gone, she went missing for the very first time. Um, And all the pain from that whole ordeal, which mind you lasted a couple of years altogether. This was, this was uh, your daughter. So my daughter and she, God, yeah, she went missing. She just disappeared. Didn't come home and she was gone. Some pain. Yeah. It was unreal. It was, and my heart was beating the whole time. Like that fear and not just fear, like as a parent, but fear as a 
as someone who has lived a life. Exactly. You know. I was like, please, God. I was begging, like, please, God, please. You know, and and I thought that if I kept my my children in this bubble, Mm. right, that they would never be touched by anything I had experienced. And lo and behold, that is uh, very clearly not the case. Right. We try, and and that's what we'd like, but it's it's life and we are in a fucked up world yeah oh people are people it's unbelievable like what you see in the movies that shit really happens it does happen it's it's not even i say it all the time i'm like i've seen dead bodies i could see one tomorrow or right now and i would i would hurt for that person and their family but i would not be surprised like i wouldn't Mm. be grossed out i wouldn't be like oh my god it's just because i've seen it and i've seen it so many times and i've seen girls get killed and i you know people that i was around and i would say friends but there are no friends yeah and like i've watched i've watched your your videos and like you didn't plan on writing a book no you just started writing yeah i well i had to yeah i the pain like i was just saying from what was happening to my daughter brought up years of things that had happened to me that i didn't go to therapy for like when i got mm. clean i w- they were like yeah you should journal and i was like right but from from where you were to being clean and not living in that life was enough for you at that time it was enough for me at the time it, and it and it sustained yeah. you for i had opened the, a business i was doing mas- yeah. i had my own massage therapy business was I, the father was, in the in the life still um you mean her father yeah. my daughter's father. so he's actually deceased oh. now but at the time he had left and got he had gone to pr- he had gone to prison Got out, hmm. broke my nose, gone back because he did. He got three to five years. He went for three, got out, came to my house, broke my nose, went back, went back to jail for the rest of his term, yeah. got out, and then took off to Puerto Rico. Like just left. Hmm. He was like, "I want to be with you." I said, "I don't want to. I, I don't want to be with you." And he just disappeared. And I think she was. I forget how old she was, but he just <clears throat> disappeared. So he was in Puerto Rico from that time until he died. Probably, I mean, I'm just gonna guess and say six years ago. So, yeah, just a um, but he was, he place. lived that life. He sold drugs, and yeah. you know. Now, did he have an influence on her? You think he wasn't in her life? He was not in her life, um, even when she was small. He was around she, up until the time she was about four months old. But again, this I met him in the life. I met yeah, he yeah, was yeah. he sold me drugs. Yep, right. And that's how I met him. Mm-hmm. And so, and it continued like that. And he didn't have a problem. Um, and I don't want to spell, you know, what? I don't want to speak ill of the dead, despite he was abusive. Mm-hmm. And mm. but I just he stayed in that life, but he then took off. So he wasn't in her life. He didn't call her. He didn't talk to her. Yeah. He didn't have anything to do with her for many years. And then we didn't know that he had died. She was in a she was in treatment. She was in a locked facility, and her family reached out to me. They said, "We've been trying to find you." He died mm. a few years ago. He wow. He wow. was in Puerto Rico, and this is the story that he went out early in the morning to feed chickens, and he fell and impaled his head on a fence on a, like oh an iron God. fence, and then his house was ransacked. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, chick- like all the chickens was, ran in the house. His house yeah. yeah, his yeah, and his gold was missing, and the 
it is very messy, right? Yeah, yeah. So mm. we there was no contact. He was basically not in her life, and so she, um, she was really she didn't really know him at mm. all. I mean, she knew of him, but she didn't. There was no relationship really. So, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> she's just seeking comfort wherever. Yeah. So from drugs now. You were trying to protect your daughter, and you're in recovery, um, but she ended up in that. Anyway. Anyways. Using. And I think think she had depression anyway. Like, I always felt like, like, you know what it is. It's like, you're, for me, something happened to me when I was 11. I was molested when I was 11. Mm -hmm. And so that twists your brain. Yeah. Just completely changes you and twists you. I know Mm. there are people who have never been abused that are still addicts and yep. alcoholics okay so right i'm not saying that's why but i think for me i had something to deal with that yeah, was messing me absolutely. up mentally right and it's 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 a common thing uh, you know there yeah. is a lot of people that that's happened to and yeah there's yeah. a lot that it hasn't right um but it's always something deeper than just the, the alcohol and the drugs you know oh yeah I mean? well and then when the, right. the first time i got alcohol in me i was like Ooh, yeah, I drank a blackout very yeah. first time. Oh, very, really? And it was weird. Be- so uh. my, my I was babysitting for my godparents. Um, I hope they're not watching. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was babysitting, for, who happened to be the pastor and his wife of our church. And um, I just was, be- it's horrible. It's not funny that I was drinking while I was watching the children, which is, you know, obviously th- a lot of things that I did that I'm right. very ashamed of. However, I they had a liquor cabinet. They had all this liquor, and I got this big cup and poured all these liquors in it. And I didn't know about drinking, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. just like, I downed it, and I just drank, and I blacked out. I puked all over their bathroom, and they so came they home. you're worried oh, about them finding know. out. They no, know. No. So, <laughs> <laughs> they no, I don't mean, it's not that I don't. They, I, they had to I clean it up. They knew, but. I just sometimes there are certain you know like you talk about some things and yeah, people yeah. from my past watch you know meet when I'm on stuff and mm-hmm. they watch my show yeah. and they read my books and so I try mm. to be very sensitive and careful. I Absolutely. mean, I I tell the truth and then people know I'm going to tell the truth and I'm pretty sure that's why my parents have disowned me. But oh, it is what it is. Sorry, I think the yeah. book, yeah, I think the book kind of did it for them. Yeah. But, um, so now that's another tough. How thing. old were you when this happened? Was this the, this is the first time you ever did when anything? I yeah, I think I <clears throat> I always guess, but I'm really bad with like time and years and numbers. Yeah, I'm that, that happens. Why my you're... brain's fried? <laughs> um, I think I was like 15. I was young, hmm. and um, and I drank to blackout, and then ever since that one that rush and that feeling I got in my belly, it just quieted everything. Yeah. It was just like yep, right. Uh, this it, is the, the solution, but of course, it's not like that. Rush isn't enough. You got to have more. Yeah. And then I started. You know, <clears throat> I talk about it in the book. Um, running away, searching, and trying to find anything to fill that void that I had because now my disease right. is activated. Right, it's mm. on, and so I'm going to mm. find anything now. It's like it's almost like it is. It's like activated once I touched. Once I touched alcohol, then everything else was like. Yeah, the switch went on. I'm doing this. I'm going to do that. Let's go. Come yep. on, sex, drugs, Chemi- coke. chemical entertainment. Oh, yeah. it was unbelievable. It was just like. <laughs> it, it's like once you once chemical you find entertainment. Out, it's yeah. so true. Once yeah. once you find out 
how to release the dopamines and all that. It's like you figure out everything that releases them. You know, you do. And yeah. you right. search it out. Yeah. Like I remember, that's probably what we're. I remember when really, I was younger right? doing like knee bends and going up against the the wall, and your friend pushes you on your chest, and you pass out. Yes, you know what I mean. I used to yeah. lean over in school. I went to private school. Yeah. My parents thought that would fix me, and um, I would lean forward, put my head between my legs, and go. <laughs> And then sit up and hold my throat and pass out in yeah. school. And they'd be like, what's wrong? I'd be like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I got to go to the nurse. I just yeah, got to go to the doctor. Yeah. I go to the hospital. Too. Yeah. I like loved going to the hospital. Was, loved it. That was young. You yeah. loved going to the hospital? Loved it. I loved having to be Why? in the hospital. I loved like anything. I don't know. Attention. Parents' it attention. The, the attention. It could. People's attention. I, you know what, I liked like the smell of the hospital. Anything dramatic and mm. intense and out and bizarre, like outrageous. Yeah, get you out of yourself. She was admitted to the hospital. Like that statement for me was intense. So yeah. oh, okay. if I was admitted to the hospital, it was great. <laughs> right. <laughs> Weird, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, mean, I can understand that the yeah. thought process. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So. If now, you're unhappy in one state, you want to get a different state. Yes. So you need some either chemicals, dramatic, dopamine. Yeah, you need a attention. catalyst. Yeah. So you need a catalyst to get there. Anger, right? You know, you, you, your parents are going to try to punish you. You have to get angry about it. So mm. I don't like what's going on right now. I'm going to act out so that I can get in an argument with my parents. The fight. That's yeah. yeah. And, then, and then, then you're going to run away. And run away, and then I can go yeah. do drugs. Yeah. Right. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So now you end up going through your whole addiction. How how do you end up getting sober? <clears throat> so I had been in the hospital. So I would I was a cutter. I mm-hmm. would like when I would run out of shit because I, I had to have drugs. I had to have liquor. I had to have both. Like I just had to have both. And so if I ran out of either one, I was like really imbalanced. So I always had both. Um, and I used, if I ran out of both, I would cut because the second that I, that anything wore off out of my system, I started feeling and I would remember and I would think, and I would feel all the things that I was trying to stuff, but also all the things that I had done and that had been done to me during my addiction. So so all the things I had been piling up, worse things were happening. Horrible things. And so All the things I saw. What age did you start cutting? I think I, I started. I think I started. I mean, like I was a cutter in addiction, but mm. I wasn't a cutter as a kid. I was a pill taker. I would like go and take my grandmother's pills and over. I would like overtake pills and end up in the hospital. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like be sick. Um. And I had to. My mom said that I had um, epilepsy, and so I had to take. Uh, pills for that and so i would like overtake those pills like i'd find them and take them like i just was all even very very young i was take i was like going in my grandmother's cabinet and taking like her blood pressure pills and like yeah whatever what the fuck is that gonna do like just to take it Mm. and was i i i I believe maybe i would it's funny because i don't talk about this very often but i may have been Three things, I think, looking for to feel something from the pills. Yeah. Number two, get the dramatization of me, you know, having to pass out and everyone like 
worrying about me, which is gross. But it that's you know that's my truth and my the series I just did um, called Sarah Level Truth because that's how I speak. I'm very direct about my recovery and the things that happened to me, the things I did, Mm -hmm. Um, and so, but also. So that attention, but thirdly, like I liked, I told you, I liked being in the hospital. It was so, just I don't know. So did the did the the abuse happen prior to that grandmother blood pressure taking pill so, taking? Yeah, event? because I was about yes. eleven. So I was about eleven years old, and uh, there was this. My my parents are um, very you know born again Christians at the time, mm. and um, they helped this guy this homeless guy because this is why i always say like and i don't go to church <laughs> because i still have an issue it's not because i still have issues with it i just you know they wanted to help this guy who was homeless and a lot of and where do homeless go like where do we go we go to the churches when our kids yeah. are hungry we go to soup kitchens right because yep. i had yeah. to do that i was homeless too yeah. um but this guy um uh, my parents let him sleep at our house and he was in the kitchen drinking something that was my dad's and I forget what it was, but he came, it came in my room and he molested me and I didn't tell anybody. Yeah. I didn't tell anyone until I was 30. I was still using, but I was like an adult and my dad said, if I ever see him, I'm going to kill him. Well, I didn't say kill him. I think he said punch him. And my mother didn't believe me. Really? Wow. She didn't believe me. And God so damn. that kind of killed me. I she was like, yeah. What did she say? It's like She's, a betrayal. It was so odd. Like, and you know, your mother is your mother, and I love my mother very, very much. And I just, that's just the fact. She didn't believe me, and so that's yeah. fine. I mean, yeah. it's, it's not it's fine for me, but probably. it is what it is, and I can't change that. Right. right. And I do not not love her because she's my mother do you know what i mean you just don't love not love your mother you know what i mean yeah no matter what i've heard guys talk about like their mom did stuff and let the whatever let all i've I've met and seen women who have done horrific things like i know a mother who let her boyfriend molest her daughter the daughter told me about it um she, she she said my mom she's she said can i talk to you about something i said sure and um she said, I don't want you to tell anybody. She said, um, when I was little, little when I was growing up, um, my mom's boyfriend used to come in my come in the room and Yeah, and um, I've I've heard numerous stories about I that. I said, so. Did you tell your mother? And she said, Yes. And I said, What did she say? And the mother said, He's the only one bringing in money right now. So you and I said, I fucking want to kill this bitch. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Like I just like that. It's, it, yes. it just occurs to me. It's just like but such a... But she still a, lives with her mom and loves her years later. Like, they're like, you see them together yeah. all the time. And so just saying yeah. that, my mother was never like that. She didn't allow this. She didn't know. She mm-hmm. had no idea. Right. Um, but it just but occurs if, to me that the, 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 the damage, if you, maybe if you didn't find out drugs and alcohol, maybe, you know, you would have thought about suicide. I would have killed myself. Right, I because like, you see the damage that that type of thing does to kids. It is like the most evil, corroding thing on, yeah. on the planet. Like it is, and, and it happens know, more often than you think. Such yeah. an evil. I, I have. Um, I would. You know, you see people on social media going, "I hate Facebook. I'm so sick of seeing these articles." 
about you know like and they're getting more and more graphic like these articles about kids being you know abused sexually abused yeah and um so i tend to i always say i'm an empath because i feel everything like i feel other people's stuff so i don't just Mm. know something I feel it. Right. And so when I see things like that, I got to scroll past real fast because it will alter me. It yeah. will yeah. emotionally alter me right. for hours and days. And I will like go pick up Jaden and I'll be like, oh, my boy, yeah, baby. Like I'm like, you know, I just, I'm a protector. And so I actually have on my back a tattoo that I, we create, I created with the artist. It's a woman and she it's like she's a hood it's a hooded figure mm-hmm. and you could tell it's a woman and she's got a sword drawn and she's got all these children behind her and her and her hand is like this and she's kind of holding them all back behind yeah. her with mm-hmm. her sword drawn and it's me right and then so it's like a <laughs> badass little oh, red yeah. riding hood it's like yeah <laughs> right that's right um and there's a little girl in the back up in the high corner of my shoulder and she's giving everybody the finger <laughs> and that's also me yeah so right, <laughs> right. so it's very uh, symbolic cool. yeah. I and mean, i i I tend to be protective, and kids don't make up stuff like that. No, no. It's uh, it'd be very hard pressed to find someone that would, you know, a a, a child that would make that up. On the flip side, I have heard of bitter mothers making up things about their baby's father to keep him in trouble. So people are just messed up and disgusting. Yes, it's crazy. (laughs) We live in a fucked up world. We do. No, you know, it's just, it's, it's gross. It's, people are, um, you know, we're all on, this is the way I look at it. We're all on this like path, spiritual path where we're trying to learn and grow. And some people go the other way, you know, and, and, yeah. and take a long time to, to turn around and never turn around to some people, you know. It's it it's it's why we're here, though. I feel, and and you know, some of that stuff is is some serious mental illness as well. Oh yeah, uh, you know, absolutely. And, and a lot of it is stems is, from is generational generations. Of so it's like abuse, this happened to behavior. them, and this happened to them, and this happened to them, and you know, and yeah, yeah. I mean, you 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 look at like what people will tolerate, you know, and and it's like. Well, I mean, two generations ago or three generations ago, I mean, you know, there was racism, you know, uh, women couldn't vote, you know, all this stuff. And, and, and like, we're just, it seems like we're in a good direction, you know what I mean? And hopefully, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, we can get rid of that, that shit, that evil fucking child abuse shit. And I don't know if it was like this years ago, but those people, who go to jail and they find people find out he was they were child yeah. abusers they get taken care of and, oh yeah and I, I don't know if it was if that's something new or what but i think that because there's more social media we just see we we're more aware of it and yeah. again like you said mm. women voting so now women so we vote right so we also now we speak out more and so now women oh, speak out more so more men speak before. out more so now children speak out more so it's now okay and it's mm. been made, you know, someone at some point made the path and opened the path to say, hey, if someone's hurting you, say something. Right, right. Right? So that's yeah. okay now. Years ago, you didn't talk about that. No, exactly. Like, like I didn't tell anybody. No. Two generations ago, it was all hush-hush. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Correct. If and you had a baby out of wedlock, 
you were in trouble. You know that, what I mean? That was yeah. from my mom. <laughs> my mom Suppos- mine too. Supposedly, mine I have too. an older brother <laughs> out there somewhere oh, we that I've him. never even met, you know? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I, I mean, my mom's dead. I can't ask her. My grandparents would never talk about it. Hit us up, bro. They, Life on Life Terms podcast. Yeah, they. Uh, <laughs> wow. She passed away. She passed away before they did, so mm. they would never address it. My uncles, nobody. Even as wow. an, what about as now as an adult? Uh, I Anybody I haven't looked. Talk about it. You know, I. You know, I've talked about this before. I fathered a child at thirteen, and she was given up for adoption. Thank yeah. God. You know what I mean? Like, mm. yeah. So you know, someday that'll happen. Maybe if not, it you know whatever. Um, so like I get it. Like from what I understand, my mom was sent away to like Catholic school or something. Is what they said it was. Yeah. You know, and she was very young, and I don't know. Well, it's true. It has to, if you've ever seen a movie about anything, we've lived it. <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Pretty much. Anything. Right. You know, we 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 cover it all over here. You know. Oh man, it's crazy. So. Now, you wrote this book, and it started out with just notebooks. Oh, yeah. Journaling, the no- right? The notebooks, yeah. And I actually finally – well, I had to. Yeah. I, it was almost like my <clears throat> my soul forced me to purge. I've, I've been, I've uh, been in yeah. that situation. I, I, I went through something last year, and, and, like, I could talk about it. Yeah. But it was just still, like, weighing on me, and I had to write it down. Yeah. And, and once I did – I, I felt better about the whole situation. You know what I mean? And Well, that's it's, good. It was good that you were able to do that. Like, I was choking on it. Like, mm. choking on the emotions. And um, so I started writing. And the writing was, fuck this, fuck that, fuck everybody. I hate this. I hate that. Mm. And that's how I had to start. And I had this friend, and she used to go, you've been through so much stuff. You should write a book. And I was like, right, whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah you keep, keep thinking that. Um, and then... I kept writing and writing and writing and writing. And then I get another notebook and I write and I write and I write, 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 write. And I just looked up one day and there were all these. And I went, oh, that's the book. Yeah. And, and then you're thinking, like, but <laughs> wow. when she said that, what were you thinking? No, oh, I can't no. write. I can't write a book. I don't what know do you- how to write. I had no idea. Right. And I taught myself how to write. I said, so I Googled. Because now I knew how to yeah, use a computer. Because yeah. I, I was saying earlier, <laughs> I didn't touch a computer until I was till two thousand five, and mm. then when I really had to was when I went to back to school in mm-hmm. 06. and we went into the lab with the computers, and I was like, and I had a, I had made friends with this girl. She goes, "I'll help you," yeah. and she taught me how to. I didn't know how to turn it on, and then I <laughs> so I learned how to Google things, and so I Googled, "How do you publish a book?" Because I already wrote, I and it was all scribbled, like it wasn't in chapters. Yeah, so nothing. now you, now you got to try and make some type of sense of it and and put it in some type of yeah. order. Did you do that yourself, or did you yes. have somebody do it? You did. So I did that myself. So what I for, what I did with all the notebooks was I ripped out all the pages and I looked, I separated them into different stories and different, you know, different and that way of you could and you could, yeah, you could figure out like the timeline of the whole thing. Yeah, I, I made a timeline, right? Mm-hmm. And then I I looked up how to publish a book. It says, oh, well, you have to. The old school way is you send your book to um, a publisher. It's very hard to get picked up by a publisher. Yeah. Um, right. So I had they said, oh, you had to write a query letter, and I'm like, ah, what the fuck is that? So I said, how to write a query query letter, yeah. and I taught myself how to do that. And I still have in my, um, 
hard drive, like all the old, th- the synopsis. And I didn't know what that was, even though I had learned it. In, I didn't learn it in school. I heard it. Yeah. Right. And I went in the bathroom. <laughs> I read and it. Then I went in the bathroom and smoked Marlboros. And yeah. I just like. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's great synopsis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I taught myself all these things and I ended up um, <clears throat> going through Amazon and and self-publishing but i didn't like do anything you just i i had to take all the chapters and then type them into a word document yes which i didn't know how to use word i didn't know how to do any of that i, I still don't <laughs> no I, I, I will show you <laughs> yeah i haven't opened anything but that's word that's the but that but that's what i you know was doing that's what i and mm. it, it became a passion and i said mm. i'm gonna tell my story Right and it. and but when someone you said know. you should write a book, you're like, yeah, whatever. I was like, you know, and and <laughs> now was that because you didn't think that you could or that I you were good know. enough or that your story was good enough to be told? Were you just gonna say my story was bullshit? <laughs> no, 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 no. I wouldn't. No, no. <laughs> no I'm just I would kidding. never. I would never call bullshit no, on someone's call story. Bu- I call bullshit. Somebody <laughs> tried to. Um, so we're talking about the with the modeling. So the modeling is like stories. Like so, I try to tell stories, and we create. Right. Like I have this person that I work with sometimes, but spin for different reasons. Like I had um, a magazine wrote a story about my book and my life, and so we did a photo shoot for that, and that's kind of how it started. But I also um, being shamed my whole life about or feeling very shamed by abusers. Um, mm. I didn't love myself at all and so when i started realizing how beautiful a we i am and how and any woman and i i I want this for all women you know realizing how precious and how beautiful and amazing a woman is and and like you you were told something for so long oh yeah shut up and you're disgusting you're gross no one will ever want you I'll, i'll i'll just share this go it happens to guys too Oh yeah. So uh, I've experienced it. Yeah. Like I was in a dysfunctional relationship for twelve years, yeah. and at the end of that relationship, I had like no self worth, no self esteem, nothing. I was just getting into recovery. I just gotten out of jail. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I I get exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, and to it, it's very hard to unbelieve those things. Oh. Yeah, exactly. When I was in when I was in turnabout, uh, and I had the counselor, you know, I used to go around (laughs) calling myself an idiot all the time. I still do that sometimes. All the time, fucking idiot, fucking idiot. Yeah, it was a voice directly from uh, an old boss, my family member, and uh, he said, "That's really." I said, "How can I stop doing that?" And he said, "That's really difficult. You have to like uh, attack it." proactively with uh like tell you instead of every time you want to say fucking idiot say creative genius <laughs> i yeah, love that that's what he said yeah right switch and, it around yeah he said switch it around it's it's uh it's brutal and it's it runs so deep and it, negative it goes, self-talk it goes back to i do it it goes back to the child mm. wh- how you think of yourself uh you know when you're a little kid stays with you yeah, you know I mean? or if if How something is said to you, yes, yeah, like what you're told at, at her age up until so from like three to seven is like when oh, her, that's the person when her brain is getting coded. Yeah, yeah. So the things that I say coded. now, yeah. I have to think before you say. Them. Yeah, you know so, because what I say, she's gonna remember. 
the th- labels. She hears, talking about my daughter, she hears something a month later. Do you remember? And it's like, oh, yeah, exactly. But so that's crazy talk back another rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> like negative self-talk and, you know, low self-esteem. What you've been t- told something for yeah. so long, you yeah. know, and, and you believe it. Yeah. So now it you're becomes, realizing, wow, I'm not a piece of shit. Right. I'm not ugly. I'm not disgusting. You're already all right. Yeah. That that was something. <laughs> Me and him went through the same treatment center. Yeah. And we used to say, that I was the same. I think I'm going to have to go there now, yeah. even at 14 <laughs> years. That I'm was. Uh, I need some of that. That was that was something that we would say. You're already. You know. You're all right. You're already all right. Yeah. Right. I uh, I just. And I got a lot of hate when I started showing my, you know, the modeling photos, even like when they weren't and and they tend to be dark. And it was some of the things are dark and some of the things are great. I I found one the other day and I shared it and I was like, well, that was that looks like the time I joined a cult. Like Mm. I look like such a dork, but I made a joke out of it. Right. I really didn't join a cult. But it's it's controversy, (laughs) which. You know, you're like I like I said in the post, you're shining light on things that people don't want to fucking see. Yeah. You know, they know what happens. They know it's the elephant in the room, but they don't want to address it. Yeah. And here's my thing is I don't I don't I don't mind if people don't like what I'm saying or what I'm doing or what I'm showing or what I'm creating. Mm -hmm. I don't even give a fuck. But. Don't bother me while I'm doing it. And don't try to silence me because mm. there are women and men who have said to me, you saved my life. You helped me leave an abusive relationship. Right. You helped me leave my husband of 15 years who was beating me. Right. Okay. All because I of, wanted of to a kill myself. And you, right. So don't attack someone just because. And, here's, it, and people will never change. No. Negative people will never change. If they don't like something, that, well, it's a public face. Okay, well, it's public. So beat it. Right, like yeah. beat it. Yeah. Right, exactly. I, seriously, and I have no problem telling anybody anything because I say it all the time. What are you going to do that hasn't been done, but kill me? Right. L- like I and I mm. and then I start getting like you know like that, that the harder side of me comes out because the streets, I get the street side. Yeah, street side starts coming <laughs> yeah. out because yeah. don't mess with me because I have a story to tell right. and the reason I tell it. And I share, and this is also my process. Like, Mm -hmm. this is my healing. Whatever I do, as crazy as it may look to this, you know, Joe Schmo over there, this is how I'm healing. And I like to let people see that it's okay, right? Right. It's it's okay. Who cares, right? So you took a picture in your bathing suit. So what? Or, you know, you did a, uh, like, uh, Whatever it is, like I had a, I went through this period where I was writing the second book, and there's human trafficking. You know, the second book is a fiction, mm-hmm. um, and so, but this, but it's all. So, so what? What's the name of your first book? First book is called One Body: My Story of Trauma and Survival. Okay. okay. And <clears throat> the second book is actually coming out this spring. It is a fiction. However, it's all real stuff that happens to people. Right. The 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 character, the main character's name is Shia. Uh, she's a girl. She's a girl, and she. It sounds like the typical story where she goes through some stuff, some really bad stuff. There's sex in it, good sex, bad sex. Yeah. There's mm. triumph. There's defeat. There's uh, so it, it's all it, kinds of shit. It's fiction based on fact. It's fiction. It is. It's fiction based on you know things shit that, that really actually happens, happens yeah. in life. Right. 
Um, but we did a photo shoot like and so I don't know if you've seen some of the photos, not the recent ones, but there are some the human trafficking shoot that we did with the barcode. I, yes. yes. Yeah. I had a girl. Um, I said, I want a barcode on my back. I said, and I want it to look bloody. And I want it to be real. And I want it to shock people. And I want yeah. people makeup. To, it was makeup. Yeah. yeah. And so some people were like, why would you do that to yourself? And I was like, <laughs> you're like it's none of your business. Yeah, right. If you want to learn, if you want to hear about it, fine. But don't attack me. And if you want to attack me, I'm good. Well, yeah. We could do this all day, right? To get, to get a point across of uh, uh, to talk about something that's absolutely foul, maybe you have yes. to be a little shocking, right? Yeah. Well, shock value. And that's it just, I just happen to, that's just how I roll. It's how I work. And um, to get, and yeah, and everyone's like, yeah, oh, you just want attention. Yes, I want attention. I want to bring attention to what was it yeah. you said? Things that people. People, things that people don't want to talk about. Oh, that's right. The, the yeah. elephant in the room. That's you know? right. In the room. That's right. And that's and I and in my opinion, in my humble opinion, um, that's how you heal your communities. Is you heal? I feel like we can heal people one like one by one, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is you the people that are around you, the people that are in earshot of you, and I, you know, in I is it eye shot? No, but like you know that are in your Eyesight. peripheral. Those are the people that you can help. So mm. I can help people that see what I'm doing. Okay. So I have all this social media and I've got LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook and Twitter that hates me. Twitter hates me. I can't get a following <laughs> on Twitter to save my life. I actually posted, I said, Twitter, why do you hate me? Nobody liked it or commented. Or retweeted. We have a legacy of, of sweeping that type of stuff under the rug. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's what perpetuates it. it what does needs- it create? It needs to be, it creates more people. Generation, the next generation yes. of abusers, the next generation mm. of abused, the next generation of broken people, the next generation of people who can't and, and can't talk about things but, because things are swept under the rug. But is, is it like to that? Use to not to, to numb it. Right. But uh, it, it is like, is it like that in the rest yeah. of the world? Or is it just like that here? No, it's the whole because, world. But, but also, I think... In like a lot of the third world countries, people hear about that shit. It's fucking street justice. You're getting your fucking head cut off. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. like true. This a little different. Culturally, yeah. I think. Culturally, oh, you steal? Here, give me your fucking hand. Boom. See you later. You yeah. ain't stealing no more. I don't. I don't, I don't you know, know though. Because but they I think- might. But here's the other thing. Like with a child, uh, with a, a pedophile, they say, "Oh, cut off their junk." Right? Yeah. They still have hands. Like I've said that people mm. go, "Oh, ca- castrate them." Really? Because they still have hands, yeah. and they still have their whole group of pedophile friends yeah. that they can get to come over oh, and yeah. abuse a kid. Like, so that's... it's not. It's a disgusting mental whatever it is sickness, and I'm not saying it's a mental illness that should be excused. I'm no, saying no, no, it's no, no, something no. that is inside a person, so you can cut their shit off, but they're still in their I heart. Be- and I in believe their it's mind. a spirit. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it's a spirit that that's passed to people. Once you once they once you, it's let it you let it in, it's in you, it's and in then you. it's just that's what I believe. Yeah, I, that's the first time I've ever heard that. I uh, and I don't disbelieve it or disagree with it at all. I think that's that's the first time. That's amazing. The first time I've heard that. It's so evil. It's an evil. so yeah. it's accurate that you say that. Demonic. It is. It's the most disgusting thing. Thing. Because so it you, destroys. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's fine. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're trying. you, uh, 
So you're you're, you're bringing you're bringing uh, light to things that people don't want to talk about. Yeah, they uh, get mad. People and, get mad. And, and, and yes, I I went through it today. There was um, I follow a page on Facebook and a girl who had overdosed and her video went viral. You of know, her overdosing. Of her overdosing, being overdosed. Um, she, you know, put up a post saying that she was now a year clean. Okay. And, you know, no one has reached out to me since this video. You know what I mean? So, so then this guy comments underneath was like, oh, you got attention from the first video. You want more attention? Fuck off, junkie. And I was <gasps> like, and I was very nice. I was very nice. And I said, I hope and pray that no one in your family ever needs a junkie who has turned their life around. God bless you and your family. And that's what I left it at. And mm. and then he retorted and I didn't I left it alone. Well but see what you did right there, you stood up for her. Yeah. Now I when she saw that and I don't know if this happens to you, but um someone had said we call it like getting hit, like in that that feeling in your belly like <laughs> Yeah. When she saw that, she probably felt that. Like, you could say something to someone and they'll relapse. Or you say something to someone yeah. and they, uh, you know. Because I, so, I read another story about the, the girl. I don't know if you've seen the video. It went viral as well. The girl in Family Dollar. Like, no. her life, she has not come back from that. Like, it's she stayed sober. What girl in Family Dollar? There's a girl that she overdosed in Family Dollar, had her daughter with her. And no one was helping the woman. They were just videotaping everything. Oh, she was overdosed that, on yeah. the floor with her child, and that's what was thrown out there. Uh, and you know, she, you know, has had a shitty life since. She stayed sober, but it's been very tough for her to she, accomplish she, she anything. Got, she got sober. Yeah, she did get sober. Well, I think it's ama- It's good it for you that you spoke up and stood up for her, because that's important too. So there it is: the person speaking up and defending and standing up for someone who. I mean, she may, it doesn't, she may, I don't, did she say something to him? Like, fuck uh, you? I don't think so. Yeah, because she probably shrunk. And I, something I learned in early um, recovery Sorry, was don't shrink no. from people. Exactly. That's why, that's why um, we need to do things like this. Because we can't sit there and just be anonymous and have right. the stigma continue you know what i mean we need to speak up a little bit we need to um get our voices out there we need to be a group of people together and it's stigma for for everything for addiction for for abuse for domestic violence for human trafficking like all the stigma around surrounding all of that you know like yep you can't go through anything you know nothing could have happened to you without someone talking shit you know oh you brought it on yourself Uh, no i don't think so right you exactly. Know. Another thing too, I want to point out. I was gonna, I was gonna do a show on this, um, but I, I want to mention it because it came to mind when you said, you know, people being negative. There are also people who um, will prey on people like us who mm-hmm. who talk about, you know, like things in our past. So they see us as um, if you're. Or guys, like there are women, I'm sure, that go after guys and, you know, they think, oh, he's weak, he's been damaged, he's hurt, I can take advantage of him and right. sleep with them, whatever. Yep. And then if you're female, oh, look at her, she looks great now, but she's talking about how she used to, uh, you know, do drugs and jump in and out of cars, I'm going to I'm gonna fuck her. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm going to dart her They prey on that weakness. Right. So I just, mm. um, one thing I like to do is talk about, like, we're not, just because something happened to you or something was in your past you don't have to live it now um so that's Mm. not who you are and so shame on people who 
try to take advantage of people like us who are speaking because we are the strong ones trying to right. lead the way for other people or shine a light so that people, and I always say it so that people know there's hope. Yes. Right? Like, people how did you find their way to exactly. I didn't know what was exactly wrong with right. me. I didn't know until I went to a meeting. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just, I had to hear it from someone else. So, and I think about all the people that message me, you have such an inspiration. You helped me do this, la, la, la. And, and then I go, I, and I get, and I almost, when I hear that, I go, really? Yeah. But, <laughs> like I go, but I that's am? the thing. Like you, 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 <laughs> you found your purpose. Everything that you've gone through I'm still, but is, I'm, is, is, I'm is still for you to be, now. right, right. <laughs> but everything that you've gone through as, as fucked up it was, as uh, it was for you to go through. Yeah. Now is helping others. And it's my calling. That's right. 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 And exactly. it has been. You're the, vo- you're the voice for the people that don't have one. Yeah. You know? And, and that's why you, we do this. As are you. Right. That's is, why we do this. This that's is right. vital. It is you know? vital that we talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. Yeah. Like, as much like as someone you need in, to talk about it. And who cares who doesn't like it? Like someone that well, can't, can't get out of the house or can't get to the meeting. You know, like that's, I mean, that's why we have this. I care. And as far as. Um, you know, some people might be thinking that we are that we're trying to like replace uh, AA. Who said and, that? And I, said nobody that? said that exactly. But I want to know who said that. No, 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 no. Hey. no. no. <laughs> Listen, uh, I still like to fight, so. <laughs> yeah, but, she does CrossFit too. So, but I, wanna, <laughs> I just want to make sure that, that people like know that we're, that we're. What <laughs> is never enough? You're right. Three, I, I say it. Thousands I, never. Enough. I say it all the time. It doesn't Sorry, matter from from, from, right. from heroin to Hagen dies. I will oh abuse God, it. That's amazing. I will abuse it. Absolutely. Why does my stomach? now <laughs> yeah but but that you know aa is the is the hospital and the treatment or you know that you that that is best effective this is the information that yes. needs to be out there so <clears throat> that the people who have crazy ideas in their head about themselves which which uh, lead to shame shame is so this is what i was told shame is uh, guilt is I've done something bad. Shame is I am something bad. Mm. And so that's toxic. That's what we need to right. eliminate. Because right. when you th- go around through life thinking that you are something bad, you are bad, then why? Well, who, who cares what you do? You know, I, I deserve to be in jail anyway. I deserve to be dead. I deserve ah. to, to be treated like this. And, uh, and it's just not true. Because, you know, um, we all start out as those... Those children, we all start out as the wide-eyed child, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and innocent, and uh, and we're still that, plus a bunch of shit that was stuffed into us, right? Yes, you know right. what I mean. Yeah, and, so, and and things that we were made to believe and made to be, and you know, yeah. even even if we didn't want to, you right. know, and the and the way back is to drop, um. Drop the the behaviors that come from all that crap and do the next thing, and you know, and you go to the meetings and you do all, and you you learn to recover and you become a person of dignity and honor, mm-hmm. and you know, and, and, and the, respect and respect, yep, self respect, yes. right, <laughs> yeah, and once once you achieve that, you know, and self love, you know, because we're we're Americans, we're going outside to get in, we're not going inside to get out, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. America. America. We gotta have America. shiny things. McDonald's. Yeah. Budweiser. It. Yeah. McDonald's. But um Egg whites and spinach. Egg yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. They can put spinach on a Big Mac. <laughs> you can put spinach in an ice cream sandwich. Yeah. You can put spinach on a donut. Yep. 
Oh, that's so disgusting. Don't even. Uh, <laughs> I've just seen. I just seen gourmet donuts at the place I get my coffee, and I was oh, like, "Oh man, they were three fifty a piece." That's what I don't have a coffee. Mm. That is weird. So, all right, you have your book coming out in the spring. <laughs> yes. So that book is called "Like It's Normal," um, and right, which is yeah. That's what I read that in the post. Yeah, earlier. that's what I. So I've been. Um, that book was supposed to come out a while ago. Um, and my loving, darling little Jaden was born, and he was. Um, yeah, we didn't even is, get. There. We didn't talk about. We didn't Jayden. even get there. We're so, gonna. We're gonna have to have you back on now. Oh, man. <laughs> so uh, just quickly, so Jaden is my my now my son, but Jaden is biologically my daughter's son. So he's my grandson, mm. um, who I just adopted, um, and he. I've had him since birth. He's three. Um, mm. But what was I just saying before that? Thank you for doing that. That is a, that's a that's oh, a your book. thing. Oh yeah, it's supposed to come out. So well, he was born and he was sick his first year, very sick. So mm. he um, he needed a couple procedures and he was on inhalers like twice a day, every day, like just two different kinds. And so he was pretty sick. And so I was writing the book at the time, and then I finished it, and it just a whole bunch of stuff happened, and it got put on hold. Mm. And so now, and so I've been saying every year for the past few years, hey, the book's coming out this January. Hey, the book's coming. <laughs> yeah. So now the book, <laughs> listen, I swear, I promise this time. So self, I will gladly pay you Tuesday for, to publish your book today. <laughs> yes. Did you, did you self-publish your so, last one, your first one? Or did yeah. You, so oh, you did. Okay. Well, so I went through a company, a publishing company with them, with, with the first book. And I'm oh, using okay. a different company. I'm using a different publisher this time um, called Gatekeeper Press. And um, they're, I like them. They were, I was um, referred over to them by another author. And <clears throat> so that book is called Like It's Normal. It's about a girl, like we said, um, goes through some stuff. And so that'll be out this spring. And that's got some photos in it. It's pretty cool. And I had we had a good time creating. And your, your previous book nice. was called what again? One Body, My Story of Trauma and Survival. By and that's... Your story. That's my story. That's, that's the that's real deal. Nonfiction. That's like the gritty stuff. That uh, not all the stuff. Because right. after a while, I got like it was draining. Like it's yeah. great to talk about like trauma stuff, but like you got, I have to like shut it off. Yeah, uh, it's because yeah. I was I recommended remember, to go yeah. to therapy from the treatment center I was in, and I decided to go. <laughs> and I go there, and I tell my story to my therapist and I feel more fucked up when I walked out of there than when I walked in well, you do, because I, yeah. you, you bring right. all that stuff it's like up. Right, right in a fourth step. Yeah. It's the same type of exactly. deal. Like you're writing it and you're like, Ugh. yeah, that's why you don't want to sit on that shit, <laughs> write it and talk about it and move on. Yeah. You know? And like I said, yeah. I, I, my, my soul basically forced me to mm. write the book and go to, th- I also went to therapy because I had to, yeah. I couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. I could not even like I was literally just choking on emotional pain. Yeah. Mm. Um, every time every time I, I open my mouth I would cry. So like I don't take meds so it, and and that if people do that's fine but for me I just I I was like I could not handle mm-hmm. it. I didn't know what to do and I so I I didn't want to use I didn't want to drink. I just was like I yeah. got to fix this. This is something yep. there's something wrong. So how do you feel about life now in general day to day life uh now um What's the contrast like? What, what now that you've purged this and you come along? You're sober a long time. Um, I'm still insane. 
okay. but it's okay. And <laughs> uh, I joke about it, but I really, I still have, you know, my brain spins all the time, right? Like I think too much. And but oh, I got a guy. Oh, I got a guy, Mike oh. Gavoni, Mikey, Mikey Gavoni. Does he also shout think out to too Mikey Gavoni? He's a mindfulness teacher. He's un. I like my insanity. See, yeah. there you go. That's I all got, I have listen, left. You can't, can't take everything. I gotta hang on to something. I gotta hang on to something. See that though, but that's and and I laugh, but that is I'm very open yeah. and upfront about. Mm. I'm like, oh, mindfulness. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to lose my edge. Right? I need my edge. <laughs> I hear you. I get it. You can bliss out on that mindfulness stuff. Maybe I know. Right I, I'm cons- really I'm getting good. there. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, when I I went to therapy, like I I worked with a woman at first, and the only thing that gave me enough comfort was that if I ever hear anything that I tell this lady from anyone else, I'm gonna fucking sue the shit out of her. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know? the journaling and, and, thing, and that yeah. uh, brought me comfort. And then she moved on, and I she's I'm going to kill this woman. I, I ended up working with another guy who had never worked with an alcoholic, which I find very. Amazing. Strange, maybe, maybe a lot of people fucking lied, but yeah, yeah I don't uh, drink. He, I gave him a copy <laughs> of the much. book. He read, he read it. He was like, "Wow, this is really interesting." And he's like, "But this whole fourth step thing." He's like, "Um, did you now? If 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 you think of something on there, do you still have a feeling attached to it?" And I'd be like, "Yeah." Oh. He's like, "Well, then you haven't processed it." Wow. And and he, I went through this thing, which is called EMDR. Eye movement reprogramming and desensitization. I've I believe heard of that with these little paddles in my hand and like they vibrate, all they alternate, and you got to move your eyes. But like that shit helped. It's a reboot. Yeah, it's it's like hitting restart <laughs> on your computer. That is very. But cool. it's in your brain, you know, because he was like, "All right, think of that si- situation that you wrote down." You know, if if you th- if you've processed something, you shouldn't still feel the sadness or or, or the you know disgust or anything hmm. pretty crazy so i <clears throat> just speaking on that so i was just i've been thinking like the last few months how i used to like wake up at night <gasps> yeah like, i know someone that can identify with that like mm. when i like feeling it like pounding mm. in my chest now or something will happen and i <gasps> would go like this now same kind of stuff or when I hear things like something, you know, Jaden's sick or mm. something happens with my daughter or any, or I wake up in the middle of the night. I don't actually feel it. Mm. I just am aware of it. So you, so maybe you're just maybe starting to trust, things. trying to trust the world a little bit. Yeah. No, 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 we don't trust. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you've, yes, you've, yes. you've accepted <laughs> that, <laughs> that you can't fix it right at that moment, maybe. Possibly, you know. but I, I I found that there's no, you know, I don't actually feel it in my chest anymore. Mm. Yeah, so it's progress. It's it's uh, that must be a great relief. That must Ugh. that's that's a gift of recovery. Oh, yeah, like it's good stuff. Fe- waking Fantastic. up crippled with fear. <laughs> yeah, I I wouldn't mind that going away either. Yeah. You know what I mean? Although so. when Jaden was sick that, that last week when he was throwing up blood, yeah. I was like paralyzed like moving getting him ready to leave but pet but like just numb going okay please god don't let it be something really bad because i've been through so many terrible horrible things and that's the thing with trauma Hmm. is one new thing and it's like everything comes comes rushing back back. all comes back yeah 
but you don't, you know, in recovery, you don't freeze, you don't go in the bathroom and get high. You put your kid in the car, you take him to the hospital. Yeah. Right? Do the next right thing. Right. Yeah. The next, you just, the next, sometimes for me, like in that moment, it was next step, socks, shoes. Yeah. I was yeah, back in, exactly. like I had to, and I and that's just, okay. I was able to do that. That's okay. And that that's was right. fear for him. But when, cause when it comes to my kids, it's. Yeah. It's big. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. So you have the new book coming out in the spring. You have the Sarah Level Show. Sarah Level the Show. Sarah and Level where, is, show. where can people find that one? So originally, the Sarah Level Show was on radio. And um, then Jaden was born, so I left. Mm. Uh, and now I am, so I'm, we're building, the, I'm currently having the website built. Um, and by Square One Company, shout out to uh, Joe Diaz, who's yes. doing my stuff. Yep, and Joe Diaz. That I, uh, thanks to Derek Cork. The comedian? Because he, no, no, no. Thanks to Derek Cork <laughs> because he referred me to him and he's now he's doing all my um, branding and marketing. Yes. So hmm. he's building the website. So you'll be able to find it. You, it's on YouTube. There's a YouTube channel, The Sarah Level Show. Yes, Sarah I've, Level watched, Show I've watched the channel, videos. Okay. The- it's a new and it's a new channel, so we're trying to build it. So please subscribe to the Sarah Level Show's YouTube channel and Facebook as well. Yep. It's ha- there it has its own Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, because you have your personal page in. Correct. There's also another I, page. I have my personal page, Sarah Level, and then the Sarah Level Show, and I also have um, a Patreon. Which is like hasn't picked up. It's it's almost you can you like host your podcast on it. Yeah, we. It didn't kick off. We've we've discussed it. It's, it's so you can monetize things. Yeah, you yeah. can monetize, but you so can people also, can give like a dollar or something if they like right. the show. Yeah. Or whatever. So it's just, really you know. like low. It's like it's it, it um I like busy right. So I yeah. like it to be. I, it's like Twitter. Like Twitter's kind of for me. Twitter's like. It doesn't, it's not doing anything. I still yeah. post the stuff up there because yeah. people will, some people will like, you know, yeah. but I have to try to like, I try to move people over. And then I'm on LinkedIn as well, but they don't do a live stream and you can't. Um, so we're going to host it on the website, basically the website, the YouTube and the Facebook. Yeah. So that's nice. its home right now. And nice. if someone wants to contact you, do you have an email? Or? I do have an email. It's S. T level the number two at gmail.com so st level two at gmail.com or you can shoot me a message on the sarah level show facebook yep and beautiful yeah beautiful. so and we are the life on life's terms podcast yes um lolterms.com please subscribe. like subscribe share um yeah i i would love to have you back on I would. Yeah, we could get definitely get deeper into your story. We're, yeah. Sorry, we're just. Uh, you know, it's just too many things. There's so too many, many things. things. Yeah. To if talk something about. occurs to me, I like to to say it because otherwise I could sit very quiet. I'm so, and I t- I share this in that meeting that this meeting. It's like I can like sit and just listen. Right. I'm someone who could just sit and listen and not say anything, but this is not the place to do that. No, that's not why. We, that's not why. Don't <laughs> in a mic in front of you. You have yeah. to talk. And, and, and yeah. I, I like the way that happens because a lot of times things get talked about that yeah, normally come out. Yeah, that's you know? right. And there's a reason for that. There's a reason that it comes to mind, and so it's important yeah. to talk about it at the moment. And I, all in all, great podcast. Thank you yes. very much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Yes, and like I always say, if anyone wishes to come on the podcast uh message me message tom uh message the page itself we're very responsive i think we have like a 31 second response time frame time. yes 31 <laughs> second which is pretty responsive so um all right yeah excellent thank you we will definitely have awesome. you back on thank to you for having me get a little deeper
Peace, everyone. All right. Bye. Peace. I live in this world full of anger.